I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin. Number two of Big Bets here from South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw, and I am alongside a guy who's making a run for the millions. Circa millions, my friend, Amal Shaw. Another uh, productive week for you. So we want to look at the Circa Millions uh, numbers this week. And again, these numbers lock in today, right, on Thursday. And once they lock, they ain't moving, people. So it's card sharks freeze. We're going to freeze on these numbers. So these are the numbers that you're going to have them all before you make your selections for this week. First of all, where do you stand right now in the contest? Because we know with every passing week, you're getting closer and closer to a possible big time payday. Well, right now, you know, I'm tied in terms of the overall standings with about, I think, 12 other people okay. in, in terms of uh, the overall position at tied for technically uh, fourth at uh, 34 and a half points. So still a long way to go here, Dave. Do you but look at like, like it's a horse race and you're jockeying for position now? You just want to get to the outside at the end and, or maybe to that inside rail and then make that uh, final push? Well, since I know nothing about horse racing, I'll just say yes for the sake of this conversation. <laughs> you want to be secretariat. But you don't mind right now being even at, as we come down the stretch, and then you got to pull away, baby. Dave, I'm going to go with the I think the best strategy for them all, and let's talk, we'll just talk about them all like he's not here. The okay. best strategy for them all is just to win as many games as possible. That's a good strategy, yeah. right? And not think about the other pro horses tip. in the field. Pro, pro tip. tip. Right? But that's the old, that's what they say. Put the blinders on. Don't look if, at the other horses. If that line wasn't so funny, I would have said that's the reason we put him on waivers. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. Win as many bets as you can. But you know what? As many bets as you can. As much as we kid about the simplicity of it, really, some people are going to go, do you want to know what the other guy is doing, other, other woman is doing in the contest? Or do you really put the blinders down and just go, it's about me. I can only control what I can control. I can't worry about zigging when they're zagging. No, there's too many people involved. You, you can't worry. I mean, I don't even look at it. I'll look at it on Tuesday to see what everybody else did. I'm just concerned about the games that I have and go from there. Uh, you know, if San Francisco could have stuck it in from the three-yard line, How it would have been that? better. But, uh, you know, it's fortunate, though, the Chargers should have punched it in from the one-yard line. That genius Brandon Staley, I love that play calling. They'd throw the ball from the one and then get a false start. Boy, genius 2.0. 
Uh, so let's look at some of those numbers now that they are locked at circa millions uh, for this week. You do not, and, and we say this in all seriousness, you do not have to give us uh, your leans here on, on the show. That is for sure. I, I, I appreciate that, and I won't. Good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's a contest. Don't worry, Dave. I don't think he's going to. <laughs> it's, it's, exactly it's a right. contest. Well, you're trying to win it. I totally get it. Why would you tip your hand at this stage? You but, know, I shouldn't pick on him because Dave is such a genuinely nice guy, very sincere in that statement. He just hasn't worked with me long enough, Kelly, to know that. Listen, you're We're gonna get. We're both jerks. I mean, I, I, I say don't far, think I'm so a yeah. jerk. I'm just. <laughs> you you know what? People don't like honesty in life. Yeah, I'm just I brutally honest, and that's a, that's what I appreciate about it. Because seriously, if you're trying to win this thing, I'm not going to tip my hand and, and tell you exactly what the plays are. But again, these numbers will now not move. Is there a strategy involved them all that you know these lines will move before we get to kick on Sunday? That you try to identify some of those line movements before you have to put in those selections. Yeah, you try to look at it. You try to be, uh, you know, probably pause as much as you can before you enter the plays simply because you want to find out in case anybody's out due to injury. Yeah. The Friday walkthroughs are always very important. That's something you strongly consider. The one thing I knew that was going to be disappointing was that that Colts line was going to come down below a touchdown. Yep. That was uh, pretty evident. Excuse me. And so I, I think that's something you strongly consider. But – you know, some of the moves are to be expected. And right now, we're looking at, what, three lines at three and a half and an additional two at three. So mm -hmm. it doesn't come as that much of a surprise uh, in terms of in this first eight games that we're looking at. There is a way There is a way where this is – I always find this interesting. Well, I'm sure you do this uh, weekly, too, or, or once in a while, at least. Well, I like checking these out even before – you know, like I'm going to submit my picks on Saturday right before the deadline. I usually always wait unless for some very odd reason I'm playing the Thursday night game. But – I always like to see when they're released, and they released within, I think it was about an hour ago when they came out, uh, usually come out about 11 o'clock our time out here, just to see where the Circa, you know, you know real odds makers in the back there uh, kind of take positions on a little bit, right? So, like, tonight, they're going with the three and a half in this game where it's kind of split threes and three and a halves around, around uh, books right now. That Ravens-Panthers game, they've jumped up to 13 and a half. Mm. For this contest line, it's 13 pretty much painted everywhere. So it kind of tells you a little bit where they think movement's going to end up coming between now now and Saturday, now and Sunday. That, that's fascinating, Kelly, because, again, you look at some of the, the line moves. Some of them are subtle, to your point, three, three and a half for the Packers. Some of them are two-point jumps. Like the Eagles were eight and a half. It's now down to six and a half from where that line came out. And even that Ravens game. Yeah, but that's game, in line with the betting market right now. Right. And the Ravens game was 12, and now it's up to 13 and a half. So do you look at them all and say, ooh, I might, not that you're going to shy away from a game if you really like it, but let's say, okay, now I'm not getting the quote-unquote best of the number with the Ravens because it was 12, now it's 13 and a half. Does that deter a selection because of you know that the line has changed now that it's locked in at a different number? You know, it depends. For me, um, the three, three and a half, maybe a six and a half to seven is probably a little bit more of an area of concern. But 12, 12 and a half, 13, uh, I mean, if it goes 13 and a half, it's a, kind of a crucial number there at 13. But it, it honestly, Dave, it just depends on the game, right? Like the Washington-Houston game, mm -hmm. I'm a little bit surprised by that move to three and a half. Um, because you and I talked about it earlier in the week. <laughs> I, I don't want to lay three and a half on the road with Washington, even as bad as Houston has looked at times. So it, it just depends. I will say this. We've got the next group of games up. And the Bears are plus three. I'm a little bit surprised because this number has ticked up now in favor of the Atlanta Falcons. I'm with you there, and I have some teaser plays with the Bears that have stretched out to nine. Uh, be, get, get over that key number eight to me because I'm with you. I think the Bears are very live in that game for a Falcons team that's going to run the football a lot, but they're not going to beat you – uh, necessarily through the air. So I think that could be a closer to the vest type game. Could be a one possession type game. Uh, there are some sneaky ones in there. The Cowboy Viking game has been one that I think has a lot of people going, wait, how are the Cowboys favorite on the road by one and a half? And it really has not moved a whole lot here in the last couple of days. If anything, the Cowboys are taking a little bit more money to get that up to a point and a half. That doesn't surprise me, but that does get a little pro-E, Joey type feel to it. Yeah, I'll tell you the one that surprised me a little bit, the Broncos being less than a field goal against the Raiders. Uh, I thought they would have gone to three on that one. Um, Chiefs and Chargers, another little bit of a surprise here. This line is now down to five and a half in the Circa Millions. I thought this might have stayed at six. Because and that was I, up to that was seven. Seven, right, exactly. That's week. why I'm surprised that they've come down here at the five and a half at this point. Does the Mexico City venue – change any opinion on the Niners against the Cardinals now that that's eight. The only reason why I bring that up, if you remember that game about, what, five years ago now, I think it was like the highest-scoring regular, regular season game ever between the Rams and the Chiefs. Yeah. And we thought, well, it's a bad feel that didn't bother those guys. They were just running up and down. 
uh, you know, each getting, what, over 50 of their 40 or 50 points scored in that one. Does, does the field quality bother you at all? Because, again, the Munich game last week, I remember I think it was Bruce Irvin that came back and said, crappy field that we had to play on Seattle. Maybe that's sour grapes that they lost that game. But does that factor into the handicap at all? Uh, not really, but I will tell you, you could see the difference. Look, here's the problem. You look at the Allianz and they uh, – uh, Byron Munich plays there, so you've had a ton of games there being played throughout the course of the season. Gets chopped. It get, absolutely. And um, where are they at? Stadium Azteca here in mm-hmm. Mexico City? Yep. Um, you know, in the past when there's been some rain, the elevation is going to be a factor. We see the 49ers practicing this week in Colorado Springs. I mean, that's the biggest factor, right? Huge. I mean, that, that elevation is not something that you see. I mean, it's high, that's higher than Denver, right? It's right. higher than Denver. The only place in domestically in terms of college football and NFL that's not higher is Laramie. Laramie's at 72-20. Well, that seems to favor offenses, right? Because defenses are going to get gassed, right? It's, like, it's easier to play offense, I would assume, just as a novice. We're going to have ask Mike Pritchard next segment, too, about that. But it would seem like, to me, maybe that's why, not to say, look, the Rams and, and Chiefs that year had dynamic offenses. We get it. But, I mean, it was ridiculous how those defenses could not seem to function as well as they normally would. And maybe the, the conditions and the altitude do play into that. Yeah, no question about it, and it's um, you know something to factor into. Niners' big favorite here at eight points, but big question marks surrounding the Cardinals in terms of quarterback play right now. Kyler Murray and Colt McCoy both listed as day-to-day. Uh, one other game I want to mention in the Circa Millions here that's locked in, we briefly touched upon it, it's the Bills. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I bring that up, because I bring up the stadium conditions possibly in Mexico, the, the stadium conditions in Orchard Park could be so dicey with a couple feet of snow expected, yeah. that they're actually talking about possibly changing the venue of that. Now, that has not been – that has not happened as per this conversation right now. The number really hasn't moved a whole lot. It's at eight. And, I, you know, you look at Kevin Stefanski and what the Browns want to do, it's run the ball stupid. That's what they have to do in order to make this uh, a game possibly inside that number. Does this affect the handicap here for you with Josh Allen and potentially all that snow? Yeah, it could be. That's definitely something you got to consider, and I think it becomes a tougher game to bet, and I think the points become at a premium, right? You've got a great running team, but that amount of snow that's projected could have a real impact on the game itself. Um, you know, if you look at it in the NFC in particular, you have so many teams that play in domes. I mean, I mean, think about this. Um, in the NFC South, you've got Atlanta and, and New Orleans both have a dome. Carolina and Tampa, no real inclement weather in those places. Uh, it, it's just really the Rams, the Cardinals are in domes, uh, Lions are in a dome, Vikings are in a dome, it, Cowboys in a dome. It, it's really amazing the number of teams we see in domes. I, I The thing that drives me nuts in college football in the NFL is that you've got these teams that are playing outdoors in Buffalo and Kansas City, Green Bay in January, and then all of a sudden we're going to go play in a 75-degree controlled environment. It's like they were, it was a great point somebody made about Ohio State. They said if Ohio State gets past uh, Maryland and Michigan – they're going to be a serious problem for everybody going forward because the next three games are in domes. Mm-hmm. They're going to play speed's in Indi- going to be on yeah. display. They're going to be in Indianapolis, then potentially in Glendale, and then at SoFi. No doubt. And now all of a sudden you've got perfect conditions. And I don't know. I, I, if you're going to play the game outside, then play it outside completely. I mean, the fans are going to show up regardless of whether it's 80 degrees or, you know, 30 degrees. Kelly, you have something on this game with the conditions in Buffalo? Yeah, Mary Kay Cabot, who covers the uh, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns, Browns yep. one of the best beat reporters in the business. Uh, just uh, just an update. This is where we're at with this. NFL continues to have discussion with state and local officials about possibly moving the Browns versus Bills game out of Buffalo because of the blizzard. No decision has been made yet. Now, going not going off of her tweet, it does appear that Detroit is the location that they've zeroed in on. That's where they would play. Lions on the road this week. Not too far travel for both teams. Buffalo has to play Detroit for Thanksgiving Thanksgiving anyways. So that appears that if it gets moved, that's where it's likely heading to. Don't move the game. I agree with you. Play it in the snow. We had the Fog Bowl in Chicago in the 80s. Come on, man. Let the kids play. When we come back, Mike Pritchard's going to join the program to talk all things NFL. Come on back. It's Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The World Cup countdown is on, and now it's time to get your copy of our World Cup betting guide. We've got in-depth analysis from Nigel Seeley on all eight groups. VEASAN's team of experts provide their picks and predictions for every group and the Golden Boot Award. And if you're new to betting World Cup soccer, don't worry. Josh Applebaum is going to break down everything you need to know. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99. Get VEASAN Pro access for everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. So sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. If you want more World, World Cup betting insight, check out our World Cup betting preview show, which is on YouTube. Just subscribe to VEASAN Live on YouTube. We roll on here on Big Bets on a Thursday, which means, Amal Shaw, we always get the good insight from our guy, Mike Pritchard, co-host of VEASAN's Pro Football Blitz. You can follow Pritch as I do at MI Pritchard. Mike, great to have you here on this Thursday. Amal and I were just talking about this, and i got to get your thoughts on a couple. Mm-hmm. One, a venue game over there in Mexico City uh, between Arizona and San Francisco on Monday night, and then this Buffalo Bills game with the weather conditions. So let's start in, in, uh, in, Ariz- excuse me, in Mexico City. Okay. When you're playing at a place, a divisional game too, by the way, we don't mm-hmm. know the status of the starting quarterbacks, but really the field. And we saw this a couple, what, about five years ago, the Rams and Chiefs, I think they just scored again in that game. Is the altitude a real issue for defenses as, as an offensive guy? Did you want to get them in those, in those rarefied air and see if they're really, you know, kind of gasping for air come second half? Yeah, Dave, you always want the defense on skates, man, if you can get it that way, right? Uh, Absolutely. Now, I don't know if you play with tempo or pace, but uh, there is a wearing down component to the National Football League. I mean, you're talking about 65 plays, 60 to 65 plays. uh, And if you can control the time of possession, if you can control how physical you are, because think of it this way, as an offense you know where you're going. Uh, and so you can get there full speed. Whereas defensively, if you don't know where you're going, if you have to react, you're not going to react full speed. So a lot of times you're catching the blow, you know, uh, mm. from an offense. And so, yeah, I, I think uh, when I played in physical, physical offenses, or if we wanted to impose our will, we wanted to deliver the blow. Uh, and when I watched the 49ers play, that's exactly what they do. They deliver a blow. I, I think the Cardinals on the other side, They have to do certain things, creative things defensively uh, to help stop the run and and certainly help put pressure on a quarterback in passing situations. Mike, I want to go to a game this weekend that's really intriguing to me from a betting standpoint. I know this is not a game a lot of people have interest in, but the Bears and the Falcons. And I'm a big Marcus Mariota fan. I think he's a terrific young man, but... I just don't see it with this team, with him playing quarterback. Fields and company, the Bears have been the best-scoring team over the last four weeks in the league. They look like they found something offensively. Um, they're catching three in some places. I'm seeing the line at three and a half. I, I got to believe the Bears are the play here. It's different when you're laying points against Detroit, but now you're catching points here. Any particular uh, point of view for you against your uh, former team here or uh, pro against, uh, for Atlanta in this one? 
Yeah, absolutely. I love the Falcons as a dog situation, never as a favorite. Uh, and I've been doing that all year long. And, and certainly from a teasers uh, standpoint, I've been been successful that way. Uh, but you're right, Amal. Uh, you know, a- Atlanta wants to be the bully because that's all they have, really. They do have prolific playmakers, uh, Kyle Pitts and and certainly London uh, on the outside, but they don't have the quarterback. I agree with you. I, they're going to go searching for a quarterback because uh, Marcus Mariota is just not he's just not turning into what they need him to turn into. Like he's an incredible athlete and incredible person, like you mentioned, uh, but he's an athlete, you know, trying to play quarterback. He's not a passer. He's not a pocket guy. Uh, and and I, I think there's limitations to what Atlanta wants to do or what they want to evolve to. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to go to Ritter at some point, or they're going to look uh, down the road for a different type of quarterback. They have to though, to improve that team. But what Chicago does is they bring that bully mentality on the road as well. They also get turnovers too, Amal. So I like the Bears. I love the fact that Justin Fields uh, is turning the game into a Pop Warner football game for his skill set because he is incredible. He really is. And you're right about the production and the points uh, that they are producing right now. I mean, I think Chicago, they're limited because of personnel on the defense. They traded some really good players away, but they have that bend, don't break mentality. And then a lot of times, Uh, that plays out uh, in the red zone. And I I think Atlanta tends to struggle uh, in those areas as well, especially if they have to throw it. Mike, I want to ask you a quick follow-up to this, what you just brought up the point about Desmond Ritter. First of all, do you believe maybe he's not capable of playing? That's the reason they haven't considered turning to him at this point in time. And then the second thing I want to ask you, as a former wide receiver, let's say you're playing with a quarterback that just isn't the guy. You, You get the idea, hey, listen, there's going to be you know, three out of four throws are going to be good, but then one out of four is going to be completely errant. How do you react and how do you interact with that guy? Because, you know, I look at a guy like Mariota being like a guy like you, very well liked and respected by his teammates. But at mm-hmm. some point in time, you guys are in a bottom line business. Right, right. Results, right. Yeah. That's the bottom line about that. Um, you know, it's interesting because Brett Favre was like that. Brett Favre would spray it anywhere, guys, <laughs> uh, his rookie year. And, and But yet he would throw you a dime, too, though, right? And you're like, okay, wait a minute, this guy's incredible. But then he's, oh, no, he's not. He's, he's erratic. He's <laughs> yeah. not accurate. But uh, this far along with Marcus Mariota, this is pretty much what you got. Um, I, You know, to, to answer that other question about Ritter, a lot of times you prove yourself in practice, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, you wonder what type of opportunity he's been being provided right now. Is he getting reps with the starters at all? I haven't read or heard that he is. So it's been about Marcus. It's been about the creativity that Marcus can bring in a running game. Uh, but yet when teams find a way to slow that down or even uh, make it more difficult for the Falcons, then they have to turn to the passing game. That's where they have limitations that way. So uh, there could be a number of reasons why Ritter's not out there uh, right now. But uh, yeah, it's, it's fascinating uh, as a receiver. Uh, you know, you can enhance those guys if they're erratic too. I mean, uh, Josh Allen wasn't the most accurate passer in the league in, in the beginning, uh, but you de- you develop it though. Uh, they work on their accuracy time and time again, and uh, you hope for all the guys, for all the quarterbacks, that they can get that down and and, and certainly help uh, deliver more accurate passes uh, in the, in ball games. French, I do want to get back to another weather-related game potentially. That's mm-hmm. in Buffalo if they play the game in Buffalo. That's the Bills hosting the Browns right now. That number's still sitting. At about uh, eight for Buffalo here, they could switch this venue to Detroit. I actually think that would favor the Bills if they get indoors to a fast track. But what is what 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 is that like? Have you ever played in a game? They're expecting potentially a two feet of snow if they do play it in Orchard Park. As a you know a slash guy like you were, did you look right. forward to a game like that? No, no, you never look forward <laughs> to those ones, Dave. <laughs> I mean. You know, the thing about Orchard Park in that field, though, is because it's so cold and, and that stuff, I know they've changed the turf, but when I played, it was carpet, right? You go outside in the South Point and that's pretty much what we played on. Oh, wow. that carpet. oh yeah. <laughs> so we had to wear these specialized shoes because it would, there would literally be ice on the carpet. Uh, but now with this kind of turf, uh, I, I don't know if that's going to be the case. A lot of fields are heated uh, underneath too, and uh, you would hope that that the traction would be okay for the fellas. But you're not worried about the snow. I, I think you're more worried about just the wetness of the of the turf. Like I mentioned, uh, the ball you're just going to have to focus in. They have so much tack on the gloves these days. I don't think that's going to be an issue. But the cold, though, uh, when you're wet and cold, that is the most miserable thing you can have uh, happen to you. Uh, outside of being knocked out, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the most miserable thing that can happen to you on a football field is if you're cold and wet. Nobody likes to play the game that way. 
42 and a half is the total, gentlemen. So it's getting hit. Mm-hmm. The money's been coming in yeah. on that under to Pritch's point that sometimes your footing is, is just the issue more so than the elements. Yeah, but sometimes when you have that much snow, there was a game I think a couple of years ago, Philly and Carolina or somebody, and it turned out to be a much mm-hmm. higher scoring game than maybe we would have anticipated. But Can, can I ask one other thing yeah, about absolutely. that? Because I saw that Dalton Schultz took some shots at, as some of his teammates about not wearing the right cleats. Uh, right. In the Green Bay game for, the, for right. the, the conditions they have there. Can you go inside the locker room on that? What is exactly what is he getting at? Well, I, I mean, you, you have different style of shoes. Uh, you have the screw in cleats that are longer and then you have the molded cleats that are pretty much molded to the bottom of the shoe. And those are the lighter shoes. You know, the cleats mm-hmm. that you have to screw in uh, uh, the cleats or, or the, the longer uh, studs, if you will, on those type of shoes. Those are heavy. Right. And a lot of guys, they don't like to wear heavy shoes, but. Uh, I think be have, have heavy shoes as long as you can stay upright, right? Mm. I mean, you don't want to slip. You don't want to prevent a big play or or something like that happen, something bad happen because you didn't have your f- proper footwear. Uh, so yeah, I, I I don't I'm not mad at Dalton Schultz at all for for mentioning that. Next time, make sure you have the right shoes on. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it seems like a simple thing, but not everybody right. uh, uh, adheres to it. Got about a minute yep. to go, Pritch. I want to ask about your Broncos very quickly. I look at their defense, and I say it's one of the best defenses in the league, and it seems to be there each and every week. Do you trust them this weekend against the Raiders? I, I do. I do because the, the Raiders are, are falling apart uh, by the seams. Uh, you know, I think the wheels haven't fallen off, but they're wobbly. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the Broncos, they, they do pride themselves on that defense right now. And, and, you know, a lot of guys on that side of the ball want to get paid. Even giving, giving away and trading away Bradley Chubb, I, I think the Broncos still feel – uh, pretty good about that. I tell you, another team to look out for, though, is the Jets, guys. Mm. And that defense, that fourth quarter situation for the Jets, uh, allowing just under three points in the entire fourth quarter all year long, uh, that's that's pretty impressive. And, and that, that, that team uh, is shaping up big time as well. All right, Broncos now, that's ticked up to three against the Raiders. The Jets still getting three in New England. Hey, Pritch, we look forward to the conversation each and every Thursday. Really appreciate it, my friend. Appreciate you guys as Thank well. You. Have a great day. There right. is Thanks. Mike Pritchard, everybody. Follow him and check out the uh, Pro Football Blitz, M.I. Pritchard, on Twitter. When we come back, let's get your thoughts on the World Cup. Getting closer. You getting excited? I am. Can't I know wait. you are. Back here, Big Bets, here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Shake up your lineup and get feet free for stacks of cash with the Absolute Football Challenge. Get in on the action. Take your free shot at a share of 5K in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Pernod now to set your roster before game time. Absolute born to mix. Must be 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligible restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for all the details and please drink responsibly. Back alongside them all shot. You know, I love this when you see take your free shot. Makes me think of... Best picture, 1976, Rocky. <laughs> because it's the bartender who says to, you know, he's looking up at Apollo Creed on the, big, on the TV, and Rocky's at this dingy little bar there in South Philly, and down on his luck a little bit, and he goes, why don't you take a shot? And the bartender says, what do you mean, Rock? I got a place. I'm happy. Yeah, you don't take a shot, but you take shots at other people. You want me to take a shot? Fine, I'll take a shot. He takes a shot. You guys want to take a shot in life, and that's what Rocky was about. You get your one shot in life, you take it, and you make something of it. It's the American dream. There you go. Hey, what steps did he run up at the end? Ooh. Or not the end, during in the is middle that, of his it, training. Are there, is there a name for those steps? Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah, I don't even know it, but it got brought up on a numbers game this morning. We oh. got killed for not knowing it. I don't know it either. The Rocky Steps. That's what the, we always called it. The Rocky I think it's steps. the library. Actually, I think the library is what I said before, and I got killed for it. One of only two Sorry, sports, Philadelphia. One of only two sports movies ever to be uh, Best Picture. What's the other? No idea. Ooh. Chariots of Fire. Oh. Rocky. I would have never got that. Uh, no. Was that 81? I saw it in the theater as a kid. It's all I remember is the, the was that slow year, What motion. year was that, 1981? Somewhere in that vicinity, yeah. And uh, you know, Rocky will tell you, or Stallone will tell you, it's not, a, it's not a movie about sports. But yet, best sports is one of only two sports pictures to win that. Well, it's like Die Hard's a Christmas movie in my book. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Anything that's got to do with Christmas is a Christmas <laughs> movie. By the way, Brian Ortega does a great job in the network. Uh, he always gives his Oscar previews on the show because you can wager on this stuff. Now. Mm-hmm. You can actually wager 
on what's, what best picture is. I told Brian that if Top Gun Maverick is not best picture, then the, the whole thing's a Travis mockery. He says it will not win. Because it's not artsy enough. What else? Yes, you know, I agree with you on like that. Like the public money would be in on Top Gun Maverick, but the sharp money is not. Is that a fair way to handicap Top that? Gun Maverick was good. It wasn't great. I didn't see it yet. You didn't see it yet? Not yet. I'm waiting for it to come out on VHS. Let's get to the World Cup preview. I was about to say, this is about like most movies. I'm about to walk right out of this show. <laughs> you can never walk out of a movie, Maul. If you make the commitment to go in and buy the ticket, you have to stay. Why? It's a sunken cost. My opportunity oh, cost of wasting two yeah. hours on a terrible movie is not worth it. I'll get up and leave 20 minutes in if it sucks. you got to see how it ends, even if it's crap. I'll just read it on Wikipedia and save myself the next 90 minutes. I don't know how the World Cup is going to end. <laughs> And I know that you you <laughs> may know exactly how it went. We got through some of the groups yesterday. Uh, if you missed it, check out. Uh, you got to be a Visa Pro subscriber. But again, uh, you great insight on Team USA and whether or not they're really uh, a play to come out of their group. Let's go to Group C here. By the way, it's the Museum of Art in Philadelphia. I just got a text. It is yes. the Museum of Art in Philadelphia. I'm not a big art guy. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. We said library and got destroyed. Yeah, and I, I, sorry, I, Philadelphia. Sorry. Like Ferris Bueller's Day Off when they went through the art gallery, I'm like, they can cut out the rest of this part of the movie. Very slow. Argentina will not be slow. They're minus 250 yeah. to potentially win Group C. Poland four to one. Mexico plus 450. Saudi Arabia long shots 22 to one. How do you handicap Group C? Well, I think the Argentines are going to come through here, and then it's going to come down to Poland and Mexico. Uh, Mexico, El Triad has always done. Uh, done well in terms of the World Cup, in terms of getting – they're competitive. They're always going to be pretty good. This Poland team, I'm not necessarily a buyer on. I look at Argentina and Mexico to move on. Okay, when you look at that, so you say to come out of this group and at least qualify, the better the number there instead of Mexico or Poland necessarily to win the group, is there any value in those numbers at minus 120 for Mexico to at least qualify and Poland at minus dollar ten? Uh, I think if you like one side or the other, absolutely. It's going to look, I think you got a great shot. It's a coin toss, right? Argentina is going to move on. Saudi Arabia is not going to qualify, barring a miracle. So I think Mexico and Poland are, are your two teams that are competing for that one spot. So it's not a bad bet at all. You've got basically a 50 50 proposition there. I, I like it a lot. And I want to give the broadcasters way. You know, a game will be like 48 nothing. They're like, assuming uh, they hold on and win this game. <laughs> None of these guys, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable the people they have. I'm like, dude, where do they find these people? Wait, that, that's Actually, that's the question I was going to follow up on. This is one group that I actually kind of circled them all. Yeah. And is this, is minus 250, is it actually a good bet to win the group with Argentina, assuming you have the bankroll and you're okay making those kind of bets? Yeah, I think there's a few Argentina, Brazil, the Dutch. Uh, Netherlands, that is. And that I, I would not bet France, even though they're elite, because of the injuries right now in the oh. midfield. That's the one area I have a little bit of concern. Otherwise, I would have picked France to win the World Cup. This is a lot different because normally you're playing at the end of the season, June going into July. Now you're playing in the middle of the year, November going into December. Teams are working through injury situations, different dynamic. They should move on. And I, look, I don't believe Denmark or uh, – but the Danes could present a bit of a challenge. Um, you know, they got to win that one game against France. If they somehow eke out a win, then all of a sudden your, your bet on France goes out the window. So for me, I wouldn't bet the French here, even though I believe they should firmly get through this group and win the group. Um, I think at that price, they're a little bit more precarious than, say, some of the other teams. That's very interesting what you and Kelly were discussing there. Because, again, some people will be shy and will shy away from the minus 250 for, Argent, uh, for the Argentines, because they'll say, well, the number's too big. But Kelly is implying, which I think is smart, that sometimes, even though it's a bigger number, there's value still Value's in that. Value's value. Yeah, right. I mean, if the, if the correct line on that is minus 330 in a ball's line, or ball's mine, <laughs> then that line is fair value to fire on. That's exactly the point. And so to a mall's point here about France, it is not good at minus 225 because of the injuries that that might not be uh, like let's just throw it out there because it's it's got a much better chance of hitting at minus two twenty five. No, that's not the best way to handicap this group because of the injuries that they have. Yeah, my concern in the midfield with Paul Pogba being out it, it has an impact. I mean, he's an elite level player. He was impactful in twenty eighteen when they won in Russia. Um, look, they're going to move on. They they have too much talent. But you know, when you've got to lay negative prices, I tend to be a little bit more cautious. Yeah. And, again, the odds to qualify, you can see France there at minus 1,400 uh, to qualify and at least get to the next group. Denmark also uh, minus money at 280. Yeah, I think they'll be able to move on. They'll get past the soccer ruse. I don't expect Tunisia to do that much. 
Uh, I think this is a pretty comfortable group when you look at it from a France and Denmark standpoint. They both really are going to do well here, should be able to get through. Uh, and also one other thing to keep in mind, let's say I haven't looked at the schedule of when France plays Denmark, but mm -hmm. let's say it's the last game of the, of the round robin in the, in the group stage and they both have six points. They may play to a draw, and then let's say France, I'm sorry, Denmark wins on goal differential. So now you're beating that scenario. So you don't really want, that's my one point I would make when you're looking at some of these groups. France, Denmark's second game for okay. France. So that'll Ooh. be an important game. Uh, group E looks, very, uh, maybe it's two-tiered, but what a tier you have at the top with Spain yeah. and Germany, right? Yeah. So now Spain right now to win the group minus $1.15, so really short price there. Germany, small plus money, plus $1.15. Any shot, Costa Rica, the extreme long shot at 51. What about Japan 10 to 1? Could they be? Could they upset the apple cart at all? No, I don't think so. I think, uh, unfortunately, um, both teams here uh, are in a little bit of trouble in, in terms of Japan and Costa Rica. This is going to be Spain and Germany. I, I prefer Spain to win this group, and I think the Germans will finish second. This is a good reminder, though, if you, especially if you're betting at DraftKings, there are a million different ways to bet this tournament. One of the ways that you could bet is both teams to advance in a group. Uh, look at check out the odds on that. I'm having trouble finding so Spain, them right now. But like Spain and Germany, this could be that type. If if you really don't think that Japan and we're, no disrespect to Costa Rica, but what Kelly's getting at is finding a better of the number because look at the odds to come out and at least qualify. Spain you got to lay 750. Germany you got to lay 650. It would almost seem to be smarter to do a two teams Spain and Germany to advance out of the group at a much shorter number than laying one of the bigger numbers for one or the other. No question about it. I'd love to see what that price is, but it's still going to be in the $3 range. I mean, these two teams are prohibitive favorites here. Uh, they, This is probably the biggest top-heavy compared to the bottom-heavy group we see out there. And So if you're laying, we're going to assume somewhere around $3 for a grouping to get those two to qualify to come out. Uh, which one we think would be in more peril of not qualifying between those two heavy hitters? Well, Germany for me, okay. but I, I think, look, they're both fairly equal. Um, Spain, I give a slight edge to. However, I, I just don't think Costa Rica and Japan are just going to be able to get it done. I mean, look, things happen, upsets happen, but the reality is, and plus, you know, Spain still has that revenge for the uh, against Korea in that uh, mm -hmm. Korea-Japan uh, tournament World Cup in 2002, even though that was Korea. There, if you've read about that, there's always an accusation of match-fixing in that one. Oh, Group F. Belgium is the uh, the favorite here, almost $2. Yeah. Croatia is plus 2-1. to one. Morocco uh, plus a 50. And Canada, 10-1. to one. Well, What's going on north of the border? They're not playing good enough soccer up there? Well, look... It, Weather does not is not conducive to it, right? <laughs> I mean, but the reality is, um, I think you've got the two teams. I think Croatia could win this group if you're looking for really? a team that's a that's a dog that can win, or, or a plus money price that's over two dollars or more. Croatia two to one. Um, more bettable than say Germany at plus price? No, Germany has a better shot of winning the group than Croatia does, but they're at plus one ten, I think. All right, and to qualify, you see Belgium big yeah. favorites here, minus seven fifty to come out of that group. Uh, Croatia minus two dollars. It's a good bet on Croatia minus two dollars to qualify. There it is, right there. That's uh, pretty good uh, information. Again, Visa Pro subscribers, you'll have access to all of it. When we come back, Thursday night football, we'll break it down next here on Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your cleats with BetRivers online sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boosts. BetRivers is your go-to for any soccer-related content. Check out BetRivers' special World Cup promotions like our World Cup futures, insurance bet, and World Cup daily bet and gets. BetRivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to BetRivers.com. Download the BetRivers app to get in on all the match day action. It is a whole new game. We'll get back to World Cup here. I want to wrap up a couple of those groups in a second, but let's hit the pro tip for hour number two. Something we talked about ex- exclusively there and, and extensively with Mike Pritchard. Guys played in elements yeah. a lot of times in his career. You got to keep an eye on those elements uh, that might affect those, those scores uh, and certainly some totals and or sides. We're talking about in Buffalo. They're expecting up to two feet of snow and also Mexico City. It's sneaky elevation there and that could certainly hinder the defenses in the second half and the field conditions there. So Keep an eye on those venue changes. It could go to Detroit is what they're talking about now, but they are going to have those elevation issues in Mexico City, and that could impact those defenses in the second half for sure. So if you're going to really take this seriously, you really got to get into the nitty-gritty, and sometimes it could be as simple as watching a weather report. No question about it, and you want to pay attention to that. Uh, This is a game where the other thing I would say is pay attention to what your book does in terms of if the venue has changed, you've already made a bet. Right. Inquire about that Great if you're call. unfamiliar with it. Yeah, because, again, right now it's eight. If that game moves to Detroit on a fast track in good conditions, that number might go up if you've got the Buffalo Bills side. So check with your books to see how they adjust according to venue. Uh, that was the pro tip for hour number two. Again, you can access those uh, as a VEASAN Pro subscriber by going to VEASAN.com. We're going to sort those out by show and, by, and or by sport. You can get up to 20 of those across the VEASAN spectrum per day. Let's finish up. The groups here in World Cup, uh, as we got two more to break down. And you mentioned that obviously Brazil, they are going to be one of the countries that people are going to bet heavily because we just know the talent that resides with the Brazilians. Switzerland in this group G is plus 550, Serbia plus 650, and then Cameroon, the long shots at 12 to 1. Any chance that the Swiss or the Serbs could? really put a scare into Brazil. No, I don't think so. Um, just got a complete team. Favorites to win the World Cup. Should be able to get it done. Uh, you look at Becker on the back line, they, they've got it all. The goaltending, they've got the elite level play. This team should be able to get through and comfortably in this one. We talked about uh, Argentines being what, I believe there are 250 favorites to get out of their group. Brazil at $3. People will get a little bit hesitant to lay that kind of uh, a number here, but do you think there's any value still in that number at $3? Um you know, yeah, it's not a bad play. I think you could take Brazil at minus three dollars to win the group. They should be able to. They're just head and shoulders better than everybody else. Yeah. Well, who's the who's a couple guys? I asked you this about Team USA yesterday, but who's a few of the big Brazilian uh, guys that we should all know? I know. I mean, Neymar's going to be up there still, but is, I'm assuming he's taking a step back as far as some of the stars on this team. Well, he's still the guy, right? I mean, from a talent standpoint, he is still the guy that's draw. He is the one. Uh, if Jesus, if Gabriel Jesus, excuse me, is healthy, he's a guy that can make a difference. He's had some health concerns, injury in- issues. In terms of goaltending, you've got an elite goaltender in Allison Becker. He helped Liverpool win the Champions League. Uh, so you've got the talent there. There's no question about it. Um, but to me, it really comes down to can they be healthy enough? If they're healthy enough, they should be able to roll in this World Cup. Plus 350 to win the entire thing. I'm all. Sometimes people don't want to play this short favorite, but still plus money. 
at plus 350. If you take that wager today with Brazil, you think you're at least getting to the final to have, even if you wanted to, a hedge-off scenario? Yeah, I, I think, look, this team should be able to get through. To me right now, the point of demarcation is between France, Brazil, uh, France, Brazil, and Argentina. Those okay. are the three teams. And then it's everybody else, and there's really a separation between those teams. Spain is not as good as they've been in the past. England, I'm sorry, Germany is not as good as they've been in the past. So I think it's one of those three teams that's going to win it. I just favor the Brazilians right now at this point in time. Uh, you, you look at some of the names on there. I mean, they're guys you're going to recognize if you follow the Premier League. And, and again, th- that's this is not one of the situations where you're trying to find the value down the board because yeah. long shots historically do not seem to fare well at the World Cup. So maybe the shorter place to a mall's point, that demarcation line could be at three right there if you want to look at plus prices. Let's get to the last group here. Group H, Portugal is the uh, the, the small favorite there, minus $1.45. Uh, Uruguay there, plus $1.85. Ghana at 10-1, South Korea at 11-1. Is this a wide-open group, or is it uh, maybe the most wide-open group that we have? Yeah, I feel like besides the uh... – excuse me, Spain, Germany, in terms of being able to win that one, I think it'd go either way. And this one, I feel that way as well. I would look at uh, Uruguay here at plus 185 to be able to win the group. I'm a little bit concerned about Portugal wow. just because they've gotten older, right? This is this team is not what they once were from a youth standpoint, but we'll see how effective they can be here. Still a dangerous team, um, but I, I think you could take a shot with Uruguay here at plus 185. To come out of the group, they're minus 220. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portugal, boy, minus 650. Any change for Ghana or South Korea plus prices there to come out? I think it'll be tough. But in this group, because there's not an overwhelming team, mm-hmm. I think every game is going to be crucial here. So it'll be interesting to see how this thing plays out. And the other thing I would advise, if you're betting the groups, take a look at who the teams are playing in the final game. Because if you've got an easy opponent, you can make up goal differential. Let's say you're playing a team like Qatar in the final game. You could go put up a 3-4-5 goal spot in that particular matchup and win a group. So something to consider if you're looking at betting the groups. All right, we're going to be all over this, obviously, with, with the start of the World Cup here. So you got to be a VEASAN Pro subscriber to have access to all this information like Amal is breaking down for you right now. Let's get back here in the final minutes that we have here on Big Bets uh, on the Thursday edition, which means we begin another week of the NFL in the second half of the season now. The games all matter the same. But, boy, is this one a big one for Green Bay if they want to stay in the playoff picture here in the NFC. So they get the great comeback win against the Cowboys down 14 in the fourth quarter. They win it in overtime. Now, this number is ticked up a little bit to three and a half. You look at this at minus eighty in the money line. Would the hook scare you if you're a Green Bay backer and you didn't get the better of the number of three? Do you think it stays at three and a half before we get to kick tonight? Or would you advise if you're really leery of that but you like Green Bay, possibly play that money line and lay the dollar eighty? You know, to me, uh, I don't want to lay the 180, uh, but I, I like the Titans at three and a half. It's going to be an interesting game. It should be competitive. I think Tennessee doesn't get enough credit for how good their defense has been all yeah. year long, Dave. They've been very competitive, and I think it'll be a challenge here for Rodgers and company. Look, Green Bay had a good fourth quarter. They didn't do much in the third quarter against Dallas. They were, you know, they scored 14 in the first half against the Cowboys, but I'm not ready to sit there and buy into Green Bay just yet. they got to see it over the long haul. And 41 is the total. We do not expect weather to be that big of an issue. But as Josh Applebaum pointed out, the wind could be an issue for kickers in Green Bay. We saw Crosby miss one last week. Along, I think it was a 54-yard attempt. Uh, really didn't have a shot there. So kicking, which has kind of been a bugaboo for the, 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 the Titans anyway, you might get in a scenario here where coaches say, you know what, let's go for it. Yeah. If it's fourth and short, because the kicking could be an issue with this wind. Absolutely. I think that's something you got to factor in when you're playing this game that might help the unders. It might hurt it also, right? Because yeah. there's scenarios where you would bypass a field goal attempt to go for a touchdown. Uh, just something to consider. I think sometimes when you look at it, you may wait till the game begins, get a sense of how it's playing out from an in-game perspective, and then you may take a look at it. Look at the quarterback prop watch here tonight. They're not expecting a whole lot out of the wide receiver playing quarterback at 183 and a half yards for Tannehill. Look at Rodgers, though. That's ticking back up a little high for uh, Aaron these days at 243.5. Normally, in, in an early season, well, that's a half for Rodgers. Well, do you trust him now that he's getting a rapport with his young receivers to play the over there, or do you think it's a little bit high? Because it feels high to me. Yeah, I tend to agree it's a little bit high. Look, he had Watson at four catches, three of them for touchdowns. He didn't even have 100 yards receiving. No. I mean, it, it's – look, he had a great game. But one game does not make you a Hall of Famer. The, un- oh. the under on the attempts, actually, is what sticks out to me the most. I, I think with what 
kind of the, the weather we're expecting tonight up there in Green Bay. You've got this two-headed monster at running back. I think they've I, – I hope they've learned a little bit by now that that's it's the way this team's going to win games, establish that running game, and then makes in the passing game. Um, I think under the passing attempts is one I would look at. Rodgers is telling the head coach. Yes. We got to run the fo- – think of that. Aaron Rodgers is playing like an offensive coordinator on the field saying, dude – I'm not, he's not saying, dude. I'm saying, dude. Dude, we got to run the football. Hey, kid. Before. We got to run the football. Like, do you see what they're doing? How they're playing us? The Titans are going to have some seven-man fronts. Like, to me, even as a Cowboy fan last week, when you get beat by a rookie, you know what you do? You tip your cap. Yeah. And say, if a rookie can beat us, great. But you know what you're not going to do is run that two-headed monster and beat us on the ground. I would agree with you there. Uh, look at look at the prop watch uh, receiving wides here. You mentioned the big day for Watson, but yet didn't even get uh, 100 yards. 45 and a half. Uh, boy, I like Aaron, Aaron Jones out of the backfield. Robert Tanyan. That's what we're talking about here. Alan Lazard. I mean, this I is, like Lazard under four and a half catches. Right, uh, man, this is not the Donald Drivers and the Sterling Sharps and the even the the, the Jordy Nelsons of the world, uh, and certainly Devontae Adams. I mean, this is not a great receiving core. No, it's not, and I think it's been part of the problem for Green Bay this year is their ineptitude at wide receiver. Yeah, totally. By the way, big rig, 11 and a half receiving yards for Derrick Henry. Would you play the over or the under? Just one out of the I, backfield. I would go over. Yeah? Get one swing pass and let 22 run. Uh, always a lot of fun. Great stuff in the World Cup, as always, today. I want to thank uh, Mike Pritchard for joining the program uh, as well. And uh, I've already forgotten who we are. Uh, Josh Applebaum in hour number one. Great show, as always. The final countdown is next here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility.